how do you actually have people of all classes coming and living in the same space? Um, it's a very good question. We are problem solvers, architects, landscape architects, engineers, technologists, designers, digital nomads. We are Holoblog. Welcome to Holoblog. Holoblog is an audio podcast from Holoblog Architecture Inc. Holoblog is a series of conversations, ideas, opinions, and a tangential journey into all things design. Episode Tree. So, what does it take to enter an international design competition? Four things. A set of guidelines, a great idea, a great execution, and the ability to finish. So yeah, there was some information released before Christmas about this competition coming up. It was going to be an international competition. Yeah. Uh, everybody can apply to it. In 2018, the city of Edmonton put on an international competition to design a multi-unit housing development called Missing Middle. It was open to anyone. There were 46 entries. 30 from across Canada and as far away as London, UK were chosen for review. Ours was one of them. A quick preface here. Design competitions are not easy to enter. Not many firms ever do. They require enormous resources, time, have little or no reward, and aside from adding to a portfolio, bring in no revenue. Yet many architects recommend participating in them for a variety of reasons. This would be Holoblock's first competition. So, Missing Middle refers to multi-unit housing that falls between single detached homes and tall apartment buildings. You either cater to a single family or you cater to a, a, a a large number of people for small units. It includes row housing, triplexes, fourplexes, courtyard housing, and walk-up apartments. These housing forms are considered missing because they've been largely absent from urban streetscapes in Canada, including Edmonton. Okay, here we go. In this episode, we're going to do a deep dive into how we participated in the City of Edmonton's Missing Middle Infill Design Competition. Step 1. Guidelines. Indoor amenity areas count, so depending on what we do as a scheme. After the documents were reviewed, we hashed out all the details. Um, I think separation spaces are, diff- are, are important in this context because if we have essentially a community on these five lots. We met a total of six times. Here on speakerphone. Hello. And worked through numerous iterations of the design. This is Frederick. Just as an average, I think a stake a thousand square feet. Uh, make it a little longer because our site accommodate a little bit more facade this way and we have quite a bit of a depth there um, so I took that a bit of a, as a pattern I followed the line here I'm not very I'm close to the facade as you can see I'm not totally there so I, that would need to be adjusted a little bit especially in light of, of the, the finding you do the zoning and review um, I follow that curve here uh, so it's pushed back 1.3 meters by on each one of them uh, based on the um, the angle. So we have eight units, that's 15 units, and we're all two-story. Um, so I started looking at what if, from a massing point of view, we're looking at four-story, and we're thinking about cascading the building and being mindful of the neighbor of the north, but also mindful of the south edge that way. So that gives us 23 units. I'm not sure if I want to go there, but I want to try to see what it looks like. Brendan. So I looked at the idea of like a typical townhome. I'm looking at this little sketch here, a typical townhome with like a little bit of green space out front. And they're all kind of stacked 
um, or just kind of lay beside each other. But this idea of almost kind of like compressing it and like the expansion because of that. So as if you're taking all those 15 and you're pushing it, what happens is you get this kind of zigzag now. So these, you know, looking at a 500 square foot mod module, so, you know, two of them is going to be a single unit, three of them might be more of that. What happens is it kind of creates this X as you push it. So then what that allows is just all this extra, rather than just having green space right in front of you, you now kind of have this point with green space kind of right outside of each of that corner. So if you're kind of standing and looking inside, you could have this glass volume with just, you know, green all the way up around outside of that. So what we had at this stage was two designs, each with merits and features that were, surprise, complementary. We'll still be parallel to each other, but we're still really close. Your stuff will pick some of mine, mm -hmm. I'll pick some of yours. And then at some point we'll come up with something that could work very well. Like there'll be some variation, but yeah. I think it will be the same way. So next, a great idea. Yeah. So, so when you're when you're sketching, when you're doing things, oh, here's a couple. Yeah, uh, that's how it's there. Thank you. Thanks so much. At Holoblock, we jam pretty much everything. A Holoblock jam can be anywhere, anytime, preferably someplace with plenty of food and beverages. And people. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I take a look at, I take a look at what you're like, what we're building, and just overall, like, what it is. Is it a residential project? Is it a commercial project? Um, and then, kind of, what are some, what are some big overall, kind of overarching things that you want to achieve? So, um, for Missing Middle, I knew that we wanted a public component to it. I knew we wanted a residential component to it, and I knew we wanted to really, you know, a community-driven design. Up next, the execution. In order to pull this off, we expanded our team to include... Uh, Seamus Dowler with uh, Postmark Development Co. Uh, here in, in Edmonton, Alberta. And... My name is Natalie Goulet Sorensen. I'm a landscape architect with Ground Cube Landscape Architects. Every, every week. Yep. Every yep. week you guys would come back with something yep. cool. Yep. That, you know, you need to see if it's going to work yep. in that financial model. Yep. And did you enjoy that? I loved it. Okay. Yeah. I love that end of things. I love the business side. I love all of it. Yeah, I am all about like ripping off sketch trace and just, I probably use like 20 little pieces of sketch trace just like loosely drawing with pen um, before I kind of nail down my line work. Um, and then I worked from there and I mean it was amazing working with Brendan because I did up a sketch and he turned that into a beautiful rendering, perspective rendering. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> Once we had all the input we needed, the next part of the project was putting together the presentation. The requirements were specific. Four ArcD foam core boards without logo or branding, but with the number 013 in the top right corner the panel would not know who submitted which design. We're probably going to want four exterior renders from each corner. Mm -hmm. And then probably interior shots. And yeah, probably another four like detail exterior renders, you know, like the entrance up close, that kind of thing. A kitchen render for like the three-story or the three-bedroom and then a kitchen render showing the loft or something like that. I think that communicates to the interior space. And then mock up a really quick coffee shop and just kind of show like how the space functions mm -hmm. and then two or three renders in that kind of community space like looking like looking both ways through that um looking up and looking down exactly yeah two feels that you get and then if we leave that kind of community like the public sorry, like the residential community space on the second floor like looking either down into it or out from it into the atrium kind of thing mm -hmm. 
should be a good idea. So what I'll do, I'll send a summary of what we talked about today, and I'll give, I'll assign some of those tasks. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has more time, then if they want to jump on something else or if they need help, then they just flag it, and then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. So once you guys come up with that cartoon set, we'll have an idea of the story you want to tell them and I'll start the narrative. So I'm just waiting on that. Our concept is premised on using prefabricated mass timber modules arranged to mimic a tree canopy. We call this the habitat zone. The project is more dense at the bottom and progressively tapers at the top, similar to a tree canopy. Things you would associate with a canopy are present. Exposed mass timber creates a literal material connection. Wood screening and irregularly spaced cladding creates a breathable light structure. A central spine allows for plenty of natural light and the way the units are arranged mimics the pattern of leaves. The building collects water when it rains. There are 23 residential units in total, four lofts, eight one-bedrooms, eight two-bedrooms and three three-bedrooms. It has semi-private rooftop terraces, a community garden for residential and commercial use, bike storage, a public pocket park and room for a cafe, restaurant, or retail space. We call it Treehouse Community. Any competition is as good as the way that it's run, as good as the people organizing it, writing the brief, selecting the people who will judge it, and the process of judging it. That was from the 2013 documentary, The Competition. Missing Middle was fortunate to have had a great panel. Talbot Sweetapple, Hazel Boris, Renee Doust, Alex Bozakovic, and Jean Dubb were fantastic. They were serious, professional, insightful, and genuine. They reviewed the proposals and awarded first, second, and third place honors to the top finalists. And the winning design, the good weather. Huge congratulations to first place winners Part and Parcel Studio North and Gravity Architecture. Second place went to Leckie Studio Architecture and Design for Bricolage. Third place to Red Brick Group of Companies and Spectacle for Spectrum. Honorable mention was given to Primavera Development Group, RPK Architects, McElhaney Consulting Services and Synergy Projects for Spruce Avenue News. And finally, the People's Choice Award was given to us. We are delighted to share this with our friends and partners at Postmark Development, Ground Cubed, Design Works Engineering and Inspections, and Rahman Hamid Studios. We wanted to do this episode for two reasons. One, we wanted to try to show, at least in part, what's involved in a design competition to encourage and inspire anyone in the field who hasn't already to do so. And two, we wanted to mark the occasion of Hollowblock's first award with the story of how we got it. Socialize, eat great food, have fun, do great work. We are hollow block. Hey, if you'd like to know more about the Missing Middle Infill Design Competition, just head on over to edmonton.ca and search for Missing Middle. You can also check out all of the winners and our entry. Thanks for listening. Hollowblog is a podcast production produced fortnightly by Hollowblock Architecture Inc. Learn more at hollowblock.com. <laughs>